Hello and welcome to a new episode of Vipers Voices as we reflect on the Desert Vipers' first match of Season 2 of the DP World ILT20. The Vipers were defeated by the Abu Dhabi Knight Riders by six wickets with 14 balls to spare at the Dubai International Stadium. And to talk us through what went wrong, we have an interview with Director of Cricket Tom Moody. We'll also hear from Adam Hose, who top scored for the Vipers with 45 from 30 balls. And he, like Tom, offers an honest assessment of the side's performance. Plenty to discuss then, so let's get cracking. The Vipers were put into bat and scored 164 for 8, with Adam Ho's top scoring with 45 from 30 balls, but the truth was the score was probably 20 runs short of where it needed to be. The fact the Vipers didn't reach around 185 or 190 was due primarily to a collapse of three wickets for one run in seven balls, just as Adam Hose and also Anindu Hasaranga, who made 24 from 21 balls, were looking to accelerate. When both were dismissed in successive deliveries and Sherfane Rutherford followed soon afterwards, it cost the side vital momentum. Colin Munro, Alex Hales and Dan Lawrence, the side's top three, all reached double figures, but none of them were able to go on and make a major score and, in the face of some excellent bowling from USA international fast bowler Ali Khan and Knight Riders captain Sunny on the Rhine, the Vipers were never able to impose themselves to the degree they would have liked. Defending 164, the Vipers needed early wickets and got one when Sheldon Cottrell removed Knight Riders opener Alishan Sharafu for just a single. But with Andreas Gauss making a powerful unbeaten 95, assisted by Michael Pepper and Laurie Evans, the Knight Riders always seemed to have the chase in hand. One positive from a bowling perspective for the Vipers was the performance of Tamal Mills. The left-arm fast bowler was excellent in taking two for 21 after he became the Vipers' first ever super sub, replacing Sherfane Rutherford at the change of innings. So, a chastening day for the Vipers. Let's hear what Tom Moody made of it. I've got Director of Cricket Tom Moody alongside me. Tom, thanks very much for uh, joining us. A frustrating start to the campaign, I guess. Yeah, look, it's not what you'd like to you know, start with. You know, ideally, you want to get off to a, a winning start, but um, there's a lot of lessons for us to learn out of today. Uh, we know it's a, a long campaign and there's plenty of cricket in front of us, so you know, there's no point us dwelling too much on on the negatives but uh, certainly we know that you know I think in heart of hearts we didn't put our best foot forward today uh, and it's a chance for us to reflect on that as a group and individually and and bounce back. You talk about lessons learned there and I guess one of the lessons is the surface it was a new pitch for today's game and one of the lessons seemed to be pace off was very effective so perhaps if the Vipers had had more runs on the board that would have been a more telling situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it was uh, a slightly different uh, surface than what I think both teams were expecting. It, it, it took a little bit of turn, but the ball just held in the wicket a little bit, and if you held your length and changed your pace subtly, 
Uh, there was certainly there's some opportunities as a bowling unit. Um, but from the batting perspective, I think realistically, you know, we were probably 20 short of where we should have been. Um, and when you lose a, a, a cluster of wickets in that middle phase, it's very hard to sort of rebound quickly from from that. So you need to reset gradually, and that's that's where we sort of I feel sort of felt you know we were probably 20 or plus runs short. Yeah, that really was the key, wasn't it? Uh, 126 for three to 127 for six. Is there anything the batters could have done differently? Um, yeah, well, there's plenty they could have done differently. I think sort of read the situation a lot better. Um, uh, you know, understood. You know, certain bowlers were coming to the end of uh, you know their spells. You know, you know threats like Narayan, who's a world class operator. Uh, recognising that that was his last over of a spell, so we could then sort of, um, you know, get ourselves set for those closing overs and, and hopefully come home with a breeze behind our back, so to speak. But, um, yeah, shot selection, I think, is something that uh, I'm sure the group will reflect on. Um, you know, it's something that, particularly early in the tournament, when you're looking to, you know, groove a game style, you can make mistakes like that. So there's no point jumping up and down about it, but there's certainly a, a good point to reflect and learn from it. And Ali Khan was a very effective bowler for the Night Riders, wasn't he? As the sixth bowler used, right arm fast, round the wicket. He got those Yorkers right, and he was very difficult to come to terms with, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And again, I think if we had our time again, we probably would have approached it slightly differently. Um, and it's not like he changed he, he changed anything. He was pretty predictable once he went with that line of approach where he's looking to create that steep angle across the right-hander. And as you said, he was, he was basically looking to hit the block hole more often than not uh, with the you know, protected field uh, you know, through point and down to, to third man. Um, you know, again, that's one of the lessons that can be learnt from the bowling group if you if you're faced with that situation again. How would you look to approach it uh, next time round? And I'm sure there, you know, we would have completely different answers to what approach we took out there. So, you know, again, that's just one of many uh, points that uh, I'm sure that the the coaches and the and and the batting group will discuss uh, over the next few days. It was a funny sort of beginning to the Vipers innings, wasn't it? Because there was fluency initially from Alex Hales and Colin Munro. One mistake only from them, and that was the end of the news as far as they were concerned. Where did you place that first power play, really, 56 for two? Yeah, I thought we were you know, pretty well set, to be honest with you. Ideally, you'd like to be no wickets down, but you know, at the end of the day, um, the reality is you're always potentially going to lose one or two, but you, you don't want to be losing any more... Uh, certainly than two in that power play but we got off to a good start you know Alex Howell's got one that sort of stayed in the wicket a little bit you know therefore he's threw his shot a little bit earlier than he would have hoped but you know at the end of the day that you know that message was communicated to the dugout that the ball was just holding in the wicket particularly if you took a little bit of pace off the ball um, it uh, it was challenging for the, you know for the batting group um, particularly those coming to the crease early on. In terms of positives, and let's talk positives for the Vipers uh, today, Tamal Mills was really, really impressive with the ball and, uh, and Adam Hose to an extent with the bat as well. Yeah, look, uh, Mills was exceptional, again, showing his vast experience. You know, he's been around a long time, played a lot of uh, top-line cricket and just understands how to, you know, to, to read the conditions and bowl to the conditions. And, uh, you know, he showed his experience in spades. Um, unfortunately... 
you know, we, uh, we, we didn't really operate um, with discipline as a bowling unit. I think they'd be uh, more than happy to put their hand up and say that we bowl far too many wides and, you know, you know there's a few overs that got away from us that we should have locked down a lot better than what we did. Um, Adam Hose, uh, first, you know, first season with the, uh, the Vipers, um, showed exactly why he was sought after by us. You know, he's a very versatile cricketer, plays spin well, uh, can find the boundary when needed and um, you know I thought he played exceptionally well but again I'm sure he'll reflect on the timing of his dismissal um, you know players like uh, Adam uh, you know get set like that they want to be batting at the back end of the innings because they can be very damaging Let's talk now ahead the next game is on Wednesday a, a repeat of last year's final against the, the Gulf Giants first and foremost uh, who is uh, the, the Vipers going to be able to call upon because there's going to be extra players coming in in the meantime I think what's your understanding of that Tom? Uh, yeah we, we will have some extra players coming in Shadab Khan will be available for selection he's coming in um, and uh, Dinesh Chandamal from Sri Lanka will be coming in as well he played with us last season of course and on top of that, we've got Azim Khan uh, will be available for selection as well. So we've got, you know, slowly getting the, uh, you know, the house full of uh, all of our aces, so to speak. And, um, you know, it'll give us a, a good opportunity to sort of, you know, revisit what balance we want to go with and, and, and what sort of um, is required for that tough challenge in our second game. Just talk to us as well about the use of the super sub. Uh, it was Shafane Rutherford who was uh, subbed out and Tamal Mills uh, came in. Sam Hain was the one who came in for the Knight Riders uh, to bolster their, batting, mm. bolster their batting in the second innings. How did you think uh, that played out? Yeah, I like it. I think it's a pretty simple process. You're basically playing with 12 men. Um, if you're batting first, you play the the additional batter, and uh, you know when it's your turn with the ball in hand, you you sub one of your specialist batters out and and um, and utilise you know one of your specialist bowlers. So I think it's that's pretty much the the theme that's going to happen throughout the tournament, and it may change from personnel to personnel depending on who you're playing against and and the conditions that uh, that you're playing in. So yeah, look, I think um, given that a similar um, a rule came into the IPL last year, last year, which was called the impact player. I think people are starting to get familiar with that uh, additional player. So the next game against the Gulf Giants on Wednesday, lessons learned. No need to hit the panic button yet. It's just one game into the tournament, I guess. Yeah, look, absolutely. It's no need to hit the panic button. You, you know, we want to be playing our best cricket at the back end of the tournament. Uh, you know, we've learned a tough lesson today. We, you know, we came here to win. Uh, you know, we came off second best and comfortably second best. Uh, you know, that's the reality of it. And, you know, it's a chance for us to, to reflect, learn and, and uh, build on that. Tom Moody, the Desert Vipers Director of Cricket, with his perspective on the defeat to the Knight Riders. Adam Hose also had his say after the match when he spoke to journalists on the sidelines. Let's take a listen at what he had to say. Uh, yeah, first of all, I thought it was uh, it was a really nice pitch. So um, yeah, it was nice to, to to get away early and and find the find the boundary. And then um, you know a few of the boys came in and, and played really well. Has played really well and, and kind of took the pressure off me. And then we managed to you know build a bit of a partnership. But um, yeah, I think all the momentum was kind of taken out the innings when we lost sort of three wickets for for no runs. So really disappointed from that point of view because. Um, yeah, we know that they, they sort of got a pretty strong batting lineup, and um, yeah, all the momentum was with us at, at that point in the game. So to lose three for none was 
was really disappointing. But um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one to take because I felt we had, you know, probably a pass score, maybe just under, but I thought we could defend it. But yeah, not to be tonight. I mean, I thought it was uh, an under pass score probably in terms of the pitch. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was pretty happy with how I played my innings. I sort of would take 30, 45 off 30 balls every day of the week, and then back myself to to really explode at the back end. But yeah, sometimes in cricket it doesn't quite work like that. And um, yeah, I was to get out. And uh, but yeah, next time hopefully I can kick on. And what about the Pakistani connection in the squad, Adam, with Mohammad Amir already there, and Shadab Khan, Azam Khan, and Shaheen Sharafridi set to join too. Yeah, I actually had a, a Mohammed Amir, and I still say this to the day, he bowled me the best ball I think I've ever received on my debut. He came sort of around the wicket, and I think the ball swung about four foot and knocked my off stump out. So I had a little joke with him because this is the first time I've played with him, played a lot against him, but um, we had a good joke about that a couple of days ago. But, um, you know, we've got a lot of experience in the side. If we're being brutally honest today, we were probably a little bit rusty. Um, so we've got a couple of days to reflect on that and, and come back stronger in a few days' time. And did the pitch alter in character from the first to the second innings? Yeah, I thought the I thought it got better. It probably got better in the second innings. But saying that, I thought we were definitely still sort of par or probably under par. Um, I thought 180, we probably would have stand a, a much better chance. Um, I thought the pitch got a lot better yeah, throughout the game. Adam Hose, like Tom Moody, realistic in his appraisal of what went wrong for the Vipers. The side can now go away and reflect on those issues to try and put them right on Wednesday, January the 24th, when there's a repeat of the 2023 final with a matchup with the Gulf Giants. That's all then for this episode of Vipers Voices. Not the result that anyone of a Vipers persuasion wanted, but if there's one silver lining to this particular cloud, it's the fact that defeat has happened at the start of the tournament with plenty of time to put things right. The side will seek to do just that in match two against the Gulf Giants on Wednesday, January the 24th, and tickets are available for that match via the ILT20 website and also at all Virgin megastores throughout the UAE. We'll be back with the build-up to that match and plenty more besides here on Vipers Voices, and you can also stay in touch with all things Desert Vipers via the team's website, that's thedesertvipers.com, and also all major social media channels. For the time being, though, this is Brian Murgatroyd saying, as ever, thanks so much for listening.